0: Sort of break it, break it down like this.
1: Welcome to another very, very special episode of the Two Headed Nerd Comic Cast. So special, so special. My name is Matt Baum,
2: and I'm Joe Patrick,
1: and we're here with our friends from Movie Hog. Go ahead and introduce yourself, boys. I'm Ryan Sirik. That is that is a falsehood. <laughs> <man>. That is
3: <laughs> a lie. That is Matt Lockwood. Matt Lockwood, and I am Ryan Sirik.
1: His name is. Matt Lockwood. No, it's Matt Lockwood. Today, (laughs) we are going to be discussing yet another superhero movie, one of about 35 we have this summer. We're going to be talking about Green Lantern. Mm. Now... We've mm. kept most of these spoiler-free. I don't know that we can keep this one spoiler-free to really dig into is, it. Is that because there's nothing to spoil? Well, that's, we'll get to that. It's, it's rotten already? We'll get to that. But I'm going to go ahead and say that let's go spoilers oh, aloud. And if, if you want to see the movie first before you hear this, that's fine. It'll be on our website. Listen, you can spoiler
2: whatever. alert. The good guys win. <laughs> yeah. oh. But
1: there there are going to be some spoilers here. Let's go Re- ahead and let's get really? started with the look and the feel uh. of this film. And I want to start... With Joe Patrick, because I think he has some special things to say. He does. Joe, as a Green Lantern fan, how did this movie look for you? I thought it looked fine. Fine? Yeah. That's the mm. word. I did. I thought, listen. Not I had, so $300 you... million dollars buys <laughs> you fine?
2: Is that what you're looking for? I had, okay. <laughs> it's reassuring. Somebody the, shot themselves. I thought the effects for the constructs were cool. I agree. I thought the Green Lantern costumes looked fine. No. Okay. I did. I thought the Green Lantern costumes looked good. Um, I did have an issue when it, like, got really close up on the Guardians. I thought they looked a little
1: False, shoddy. right? There was, like, this Uncanny Valley thing. Yeah, like, on. they
2: were trying to, you know, like, yeah, They should have, you know, eh, they should have probably cast actual people yes. in those roles? midgets.
1: They exist. I've seen them. They're called little people, magic. <laughs> Pardon me. I'm 5'2". I'm close. I can say <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, I had no problems with the visual effects. Here's what, here's what I'm saying. I'm going mm. look in the field. As far as a nerd, as a Green Lantern nerd, when he when he goes to Oa and, and we see how cool it looks, it was very neat. I will say it didn't look as cool as Asgard did in Thor. I agree. I didn't mm-hmm. feel the same way. I thought... Oh, it looked neat, but just sort of generic sci-fi neat. I thought it was cool that there was a nod to a lot of the Green Lantern Corps members that we see in the books. That was kind of fun. Yeah. But I will also say that it looked almost too slick. Like, it goes to that uncanny valley where, like, they will never get the perfect CG person. There will always be something slightly off. And, And there were scenes where I kind of felt you could see that... He's talking to no one. Are you re- He's are you looking at no one. Are you referring to any scene in which he is wearing a mask? Because okay, now. Let me tell you right now. The costumes, I didn't, I, I hated them at first. They grew on me a little bit. The mask, I hated it. It was it. terrible. The I mask hated the mask. mask. I, I just
2: didn't really have a problem with oh, it. Oh, I well, it
1: was awful. It. it
3: Look, really, you can't, you can't spend Ryan the $30. Ryan Sarah, go ahead. Yeah. Then,
1: let's talk about the look and the feel. Okay,
3: Here, here's, here's my big thing. Uh, I actually vastly disagree. I think if you're going to spend that kind of money, do you know what I never said while I was watching the movie? Wow, wow, I'm right that there looks with you. Awesome, you I'm know? right. I never had the goosebumps. And, and, when Thor went to Asgard. Right? Goosebumps. Yes, the Rainbow Bridge and yes. the whole, yeah, and the when they come in on the on the castles and the I Absolutely. found myself sucked into the moment. Never, had I that never money. thought that here. I thought at best it was a live action super friends version of the green lantern when i saw when i saw the the fist
2: Meanwhile stuff.
3: and i might have enjoyed it more I got more. stately Wayne and to know i mean let's separate it for a minute knowing how much money this cost because yeah, i that's, do yeah and you you that's know?
1: this maybe that's part of the, where it falls down is we all walk yeah. into this knowing that when it, everything was said and done it was 300 million but how about this when we
3: watched Like Jurassic Park. Let's go back to the 1990s. Absolutely. You were taken in awe, right? Here you have a movie in which they're creating this giant galactic universe of defenders that were responsible for everything. And you get a villain that looks like, as we've been referring to
1: him, a giant glowing fart cloud. Okay, I said space squid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or poopies, basically. There you go, right? Say. With a
3: weird face coming out of the middle of it yeah. that looked oftentimes, as Matt said, like someone had drawn him on a piece of paper and he was shaking and him y- back and you forth. You know what I think you know? it is? I don't yeah, even know it was... if
1: it's so much of, of falling down with the effects as this was some of the art direction.
3: Yeah, I agree. It I looked, think some it, of the art
1: direction was really It didn't look
3: original. And, and you know what's funny is this. I know, and we'll talk about it in a minute, I'm sure. I know that it was probably faithful to the general designs of Oa, but mm. when I sit there and I think about the... the I have something to say about it. When that. I sit there and I think about... What Is a, it a what bad a, thing? <laughs> what of I, When course I think about not. what a space planet yeah. would look like, this crazy, weird universe created or at least run by people with rings that can help them build they and do, do anything... anything. Yeah. It's a glowing rock. I mean like it
0: doesn't have any It was, anything it was special like hey, hey, on. there was a waterfall. It was yeah, uh, true. It yeah, was like the little rascals in space. Yeah. I felt as if Oa should have a poorly written sign hanging on the front that said no girls allowed. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just I mean it really you're talking about beings that control this infinite cosmic power and they have decided to just Hang out on a barren asteroid. And let's even get to the fact nowhere. that
3: the, the constructs that he chooses to use within the
1: movie. Well, we'll get there. We'll okay, get there. All right. we'll, we'll get there. Joe yeah. Patrick, you had something you want to say about the look.
2: Yeah, I mean, as far as faithfulness to the designs of Oa, Oa has never really had a yeah.
1: There's a never coherent, been like a, a one
2: design It's not like Asgard, you know, the shining city. It's or always had like been a fortress majestic, of solitude that always looked. inspired yeah. whatever. Oa has always changed like based on whoever's drawing okay. it. Now,
1: more recently, there's been kind of a, a more defined Oa.
2: I would I And I, I wish would they would disagree. have played off it's that. It's not... Like I, I mean, you see like... Oh, they're in the meeting hall, or they're in the tomb, or they're in the right. Well, to the, the guardians' to, chamber. To but, but you know really the impression see I like got—the landscape of Oa. Right. It was a
3: giant meatball. It was a, a rolling lint ball in the sky, as far as I could tell. With that, had some some very big high chairs for their blue children. Sure. That's all I saw.
1: <laughs> that was it.
3: That was what I. I knew but I do
1: agree with you. They never. They had a chance with the amount of money they spent. They had a chance to blow us away, and I never. Got that feeling. And you want to spoil something for everyone. How about the fact that
3: 15 minutes of it takes place in Oa? Yeah. I mean, like, how about that? You that you've see seen just everything about everything in the trailers in the trailer. that happens in Oa. You know? Yeah. And, and that was a thing that bummed me, you know? Sure. Nothing original as far as the look goes in that respect. Yeah. Well,
1: let's let's go on from there, and let's move on to the actual story that yeah. takes place. We'll go to the story, <laughs> and then we'll go... You know what? I take it back. Let's go acting. Okay. Then let's go story. <laughs> yeah. Because now, I think a lot of people are went into this thinking Ryan Reynolds is absolutely not my Hal Jordan. And I gotta admit, when I first heard, he was Hal Jordan, not my first pick. Now, that said, I did not hate him as Hal Jordan. Neither did I. Do I think he had the best script to work with? No. But I did not hate him in that role. See, it was confusing to me because I hated the character
3: of Hal Jordan. And it took me a while to figure out afterwards why I did. And the reason why is, he's never given anything heroic to do. No. Now, look at what happens. The first thing that happens in the movie is... He pulls some debag maneuvers with this weird... And let's not even get into the, the logistics of uh, why it is that they hired people to shoot down planes that they themselves... They really like the people. Robotech
1: Macross saga. I'm because totally because It was the <laughs> same story. Anyway, so here's
3: here's <laughs> how we see him. We see him pulling some D-bag maneuver that screws over his not real girlfriend, but his love interest in some respects. Or something. Right? Or something. <laughs> right? Then we see him his get Rudy the problem. ring, but not in a heroic way. He just finds the, the guy laying lying there. Grabs the ring, flies to space. First thing he but, does hold when on. he goes now, in, but, no. that's not true. But the, the ring, ring chooses, him chooses, him
0: chooses him. Okay, no fair. fair. And drags so, him to where Abin. Yeah. Okay, is. But, but he goes. He goes to outer space by, and, and starts. On. Yeah. By Abin Sir, do you mean the dying purple alien? Dying purple alien. Okay. okay. Yeah. We're getting more
1: into yeah. We're getting more into story here. Let's let's. Okay. Let's stay with acting. So okay. So, so just, the whole problem is this:
3: that Hal Jordan is never throughout any any course given anything heroic to do. So the problem with with Ryan Reynolds for me is that his whole shtick, his whole character as far as his acting ability is charisma. Right. And and it is charm, right? Right, the kind of bewildered, funny, sexy guy. And if you're given Uh a character that is, and, and this is his only danger then, charisma can oftentimes spill over into an arrogance it's the, uh, it's the Ryan Reynolds versus Bradley Cooper of yes. the world. Yes, Bradley Cooper is the douchebag, and, 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 <laughs> and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is, like, is the cute funny the nice, Yeah, right? And so when, he, when he's given a character that's a little bit non-likable, then he becomes too disinteresting for me. Matt Lockwood. And let's actor. not even get into Blake Lively. I mean, well, we'll oh go there God. next.
0: I, we'll go there next. Matt Lockwood. Speaking Speaking. Ryan Reynolds. Just on about. Ryan Reynolds. Just on Ryan Reynolds. I, like, I know a lot of people didn't like Ryan Reynolds just because they don't like Ryan Reynolds, which I don't understand in the first place. And I don't think that's fair. You that's love not a, Ryan That's not a Reynolds. fair criticism. Like, everyone knows Tom Cruise I do. is a douchebag. I, I like, like to watch him do I do, dance. too, yeah. Like, like, Tom I, is saying,
1: do not lean over and
0: do that in my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I like, I like Ryan Reynolds. I think he's a great actor. And I think that, I think, unfortunately, that he was stuck in a bad... Like, he was Absolutely. trying to do the best Absolutely. with what he had and what he He was, was typecast. He knew was, was Coyote helped me something. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, it was, it was, it was awful. And... At times, I found myself feeling really bad for him because he wants so desperately to be a superhero he in a does. superhero he movie. Tell he wanted and like yeah. he just keeps getting these terrible roles. And, and he
1: really did his best. He he looked shocked when he needed to, and he looked beat up when he needed to. You know, Joe yeah. Patrick. Wh- how did you feel about him as your Green Lantern, as Hal Jordan?
2: I had. I mean, again, I'm not saying that the script was. Perfect. Yeah, (laughs) but I had no problem. No, I'm not. And (laughs) when we have our final thoughts, we'll get there. We'll get there. But like, I had no problems with Ryan Reynolds. Okay, I I thought he did a fine job.
1: Reverse order, starting with Joe Patrick, Blake Lively.
2: I didn't think Blake Lively was the worst. She was mostly bad.
3: Oh, she was. There were bad. parts that I It's like pirates. It's or it's like a uh, Princess Bride. She was yeah, mostly bad. She, she was mostly there bad.
2: There were there yeah. were parts like my biggest complaint about Blake Lively is that she It's not that she was bad. It's that she was not Carol Ferris. Yes, Carol Ferris in the comics miscast. is feisty. She doesn't take any crap. And uh, she's definitely not somebody that like shies away.
1: And she doesn't look like a nineteen-year-old girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's. I don't think she even looked age-appropriate. It creeped me out when thirty-year-old Ryan Reynolds was kissing a (laughs) nineteen-year-old. No, no, that's that's miscast. That's
0: miscast. It's true, yeah. And
2: I, so I, but there were parts where I saw the Carol Ferris that I recognized from the comics coming through. A little bit, specifically when, like, there's a scene in the movie where. Should I say? Yeah, go for yeah, it. We're spoiling. Um, Where uh, Hal shows up at her place and she sees him close up for the first time and I thought to myself, oh my God, they're not actually going to make, try to make us believe that that little mask is going
1: yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they... And then they, she
2: immediately...
1: That was, like, was... I'm glad they did that. Hal, what are you doing? Yeah,
0: but <laughs> And again, I hate to say but we're well, just talking about let's it. Let's go reverse one. Okay, Matt right. Lockwood first. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't like, like her. It. Like, again, it was the unnecessary female love interest, it was Natalie Portman and Thor yeah, all over again. Like I think she was arguably worse than Natalie was, Portman. Because she's not Thor. Natalie Portman. That's One, the, because yeah. she's not well, Natalie Portman. It's, I mean, well, it's the same situation over again. It is an unnecessary love interest that they're shoehorning into a movie with just, the, we need a pretty girl actress to play this part, so for whatever. Which I, is too bad, yeah. because
1: Carol Ferris in the comics, not that character.
0: Yeah, yeah, see, and the, and the but same, she was. That she character. was, but they've they,
1: developed her into someone a lot more interesting.
0: Yeah, ulti- ultimately what what I think is really sad about this movie overall is that I've never read a lot of Green Lantern comics. I'm not terribly familiar with the character most of the DC universe exists outside of myself, but you know, in a lot of ways seeing these movies has inspired me to try to pick out more of it, but you know, from what I've gotten from this Green Lantern movie, I just don't care. Yeah, like, yeah. it's killed any interest that I've had in this character just actually, because Blake, everything was just so poorly spewed out. I like where you're going, but let's I, let's finish up Blake Lively. But I thought. want to
2: address what he said about the love interest being unnecessary. Yeah, okay, okay. I actually disagree because of course you would. No, I'm not like <laughs> separate. No, but I, separate from how good was Blake Lively sure. or how bad she was. Sure. Uh, the the mm. um, the relationship between Hal and Carol the on again off again nature the fact that she's the boss's daughter part of that story. they grew up together that's part of Hal's history I don't agree that it was unnecessary not to
1: mention the fact that you can have a love interest without it being completely right. formulaic and boring I and guess, let's say this I guess, I guess we're, we're re- going to get
2: to that in a minute
3: in the story because yeah, we'll that's get there. really like, funny. let's go matter. final thoughts on Blake Lively okay. and here's, here's my final thought on Blake Lively if you're going to put someone in that lifeless of a role and it was a lifeless uh, dead role it really you was. need someone who has that unique spark that then elevates it for no good reason and maybe looks age appropriate yeah and she clearly <laughs> (laughs) doesn't I mean like I don't know who I I can't think of offhand who I would shove in the role as thankless and awful as it was that would give it the life that it would need but there's no shortage of actresses there's there's certainly I will tell you this much I've never been impressed with Blake Lively even her work in the town, which I thought no. was her best work ever, she was, was like, fine. She was fine. She was fine. And fine that was the it. best I would say about her. Like and and so,
1: why she was fine? Because she was unrecognizable. Right, exactly. That's why she was fine. But they
3: they hid her. They they spent more time, and this is the truth. They spent more time trying on her hair yes. to get it right than and to make her a brunette. than they spent trying to get her to have any kind of personality I in totally any of the agree. scenes.
1: Let's go let's move on from here. Sure. Let's let's talk story. Yeah. Let's talk raw story here and this is really where it came down for me because there were there were parts of this movie that I liked that I thought looked really good that sort of tickled me as a nerd, you know, but in my opinion they there's this cardinal sin of all these superhero movies and that they feel they have to stick so closely to the superhero formula of unlikely hero granted powers Thinks it's really cool at first, but can't handle the responsibility, doesn't want to do it, realizes he has to. And then they jump to like this either Avatar or Dances with Wolves or Last Samurai type place where you know what this story needs? A white guy to show everybody how it's done, you know? And that's exactly where this yeah. went. And, he, and he, they took a, a fantastic story that Jeff Johns worked on for a very long time. Like we're talking six, seven years of Parallax. In Green Lantern, and and I'm well aware that it wasn't always like that, but Jeff Johns went and reinvented some Green Lantern continuity, and that's really what they played off for this storyline. And much like what happened in X Men Three, where they took the Dark Phoenix yeah, saga, I know, which was a very involved story that and a dealt beloved with a lot story. of yep. now it wasn't like years long like Parallax, no. but it was a beloved story because it dealt a lot with the character development mm-hmm. of Jean Grey. We had no development of Parallax, none, other than he was a little blue guy. He got messed up in some yellow fire, turned into a space fart monster. Yes. And flew around in outer space, vomiting yellow stuff on people that makes their skeleton fly out of their body. And it, it just... We got lost. It got so lost in this huge premise. Rather than just showing us the story of the hero becoming Green Lantern that I wanted to see, we went right into the third movie in the trilogy. We skipped past all of that, and you got this gigantic green lantern sandwich here's everything cool that happened in the last 10 years bam with Ryan Reynolds and it wasn't cool anymore and all happened. of a sudden it was just lifeless I, there wasn't a, there's a, there should be a moment in every superhero film one moment where nerds like me where we have goosebumps mm-hmm. and the moment in Thor is when the hammer returned to him and he caught it and came Boom. back from the dead exactly the moment in Iron Man 1 is where he came out of the cave in Afghanistan yep you know and he's blowing flamethrowers you know like I mean there's, I just got goosebumps talking about it. I okay? know, <laughs> yeah. There is n- the moment in Superman where he catches the helicopter. Oh, There's yes. even a scene in this movie where the Green Lantern catches a helicopter. And I felt nothing. Yeah.
0: Joe Patton. That's because he caught a helicopter in a toy car. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> he did. That's real. That's a real thing, people. Wait, is that what
2: happened? I'm yeah, saying I mean, they, I'm,
1: what I'm mean, saying is I'm they overwhelmed this bombs. story with trying to take everything that us nerds thought was cool from the comic boil it down to the simplest possible thing it could be for the sake of the guy who walks in off the street to see a green lantern movie and reduced it to a mediocre boring superhero film hmm. joe patrick
2: hmm uh i we talked about this earlier
1: today we did speak earlier
2: and i can't really in the time allowed I can't really go into great detail about what i would have liked to have seen but I disagree but that... I think you,
1: we can
0: touch yeah, on it. Well, all right. Time, Let's um, time. Yeah. got plenty of bullet like, points. For
2: me, like, the idea of the parallax entity is not as interesting as the idea of Sinestro uh, becoming a villain. And I agree.
1: And so... But I'm of the mindset, then leave it out. No,
2: Unless, <laughs> oh no, I'm yeah. saying you set it up. <laughs> that is
1: up. ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> didn't set any of that up. You're absolutely right.
2: I, I'm saying that you can... Uh, like, what I enjoyed about the story was that it set up the idea that the yellow power was greater than the green power. Absolutely. And that Sinestro wanted to use it against their enemy. And that is interesting. But, but hold on a second, though. Can we just talk for one second about that part of the story? Okay. Because as near as I can figure. It. Yeah.
3: Now, now, let's hold on a second. It didn't make a lot of sense. I'm, I am not versed in the Green Lantern universe, but I will say this. I've been chipping away at graphic novels here and there, collections here and there, and I've been getting a little bit caught up, and I'm enjoying them a lot, you know? One thing I don't understand, as they presented it in the movie, separating everything else out I know, he comes to him and says, we have this parallax thing that's going on here, and they said, well, basically, we tried to tap the yellow power, and it was bad, and yellow the power answer is... Well, then let's tap the yellow power yeah. because
1: it's bad. It's like the lava men are here. Get they, the lava hoses. They you know, replicated like... <laughs> the exact yeah, thing I they know. did before to make the villain <laughs> right. right again. Right. Yeah. It's like, here comes a tidal wave. Pour a bunch of water yeah, on it. It was nonsense. It, I'll fully
2: admit that perhaps it was me like rationalizing it as the movie progressed. But I, for me, the difference was... Uh, the Guardian that was corrupted absorbed it directly into him, whereas Sinestro was channeling it through a weapon. But but still we didn't,
1: yeah. you're gonna sh- you're gonna fight. Let me ask
3: you a second question, because I do want to hear your thoughts about this stuff. Then why why was now again, separating out Green Lantern comic from the movie, yeah, why let's, was let's keep it removed. Why was Hector Hammond in this movie?
1: because he had to have a human bad guy, I guess. I and that that was another thing I brought up to Joe that I just didn't buy. I get that Hector Hammond was touched by the, the fear, space the same part. way yeah. a, a doctor could contract HIV from a, yeah. a dead person. So, so
3: then his brain swells and he can use psychic stuff. Yeah. What's
1: confusing They, they never that. sold that to me. Why does it relate to the parallax thing that's, flying through space? That's what don't that I don't mean, understand. And why did he
3: have to exist for the purpose of the
0: story? Why did he have to exist? There was no purpose. Here's what I think that they were trying to do with Hector Hammond. Because once Parallax was released, Parallax had a mad on to get back to Oa and suck the skeletons out of everybody down <laughs> yeah, there. Right on. What, now he loves him some skeletons. <laughs> Unfortunately, the hero of the story, Hal Jordan, isn't on Oa. He's nope. on Earth. Yeah. So they needed some way yes. for Parallax to but realize... But why can't Parallax
3: come to chase down the Green Lantern on Earth? It's the same ring that
1: Abansur because, had. Because it's a
0: poorly written movie. Maybe Hector yeah, that's, Hammond is touched, that's why. That's <laughs> touched yeah. by the
1: fear <laughs> and had innate psychic things that were awoken. Yeah. And he screams out to the universe and says, <laughs> but, but I, but I, I hate I, this planet. I wish something would come and suck all the Get skeletons take, out of take somebody. Hector, and take I mean.
3: Hector Hammond out entirely and you know what you have time for? more Hal Jordan development yes.
1: and more development of him as a Here's person. Here's what I brought character. up earlier today. And when, and when I said, you know, they jumped right to the third movie. Yeah. Show me, if they come to me and they say, Matt, who do you want to direct this film? I say Neil Blomkamp, who oh, directed yes. District 9. <laughs> oh, and yes. I want to see a space cop procedural. Yep. I want to see Hal Jordan inducted into the Corps Giving a buddy, yeah, going through training, taking his licks and You mean folks. the
3: training that took three minutes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. Kilowog hits him a couple of well, times, I'm, and yeah, that's I it. I want to
1: see that movie, and I want to see him becoming Green Lantern, and I want to get attached to this character. And slowly, in that movie, we meet Sinestro, who's a badass, and, who's, and doesn't think a human should be there, yeah. and also thinks there might be something going on with the rings because of this weird parallax thing that nobody wants to talk about, and he's the only one who'll bring it up, and they keep telling him to be quiet, we develop this idea I slowly, like yeah. and we build on it, and then we have a movie, as opposed to a giant space fart coming in through the airport window. You're you know, giant. Giant. Joe, you liked it.
3: I want to hear more I about did. what you liked about it. Then, I mean, well, the story. I, I mean, I, whatever we're talking about, I want to know what because you, you, as much as you've said you've liked it or at least were acceptable okay. of it, I haven't well, heard a ton about it yet.
0: Let me also modify it like this: Did you like it because? You were extrapolating your own personal Green Lantern knowledge and filling in gaps? Lay down on the couch. Or or, or was it or did you did you genuinely enjoy it as a movie being able to sort of remove your like average dude walking into the street enjoy the movie? Or were you pulling from your comic book heritage? to supplement your enjoyment of this movie? This is a 32-part question. (laughs)
2: Well, I I mean, I don't know if I would go so far as to say I was filling in gaps, except for here and there. But
1: Um, then again, you can't help... I can't help but... But I
2: I don't think it... I mean, I am a comic book fan. So, I mean, that was the whole reason I wanted to see the movie to begin with. And so, I mean, I can't really remove that part of it from my opinion. But but then tell... I mean, I think what
3: he's getting at is, tell us the things that are in the movie that you liked. I mean, I mean,
1: seriously, that's what it comes. There down to. There was the Green Lantern.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Well, here's the thing. The like, ring. <laughs> the ring. Re- like. And the I, space bomb. Yeah. When
2: I when I have told people how I felt about the Green Lantern movie, I never once said that I thought it was good. Yeah. I only said that I liked it.
3: Which but to me is, is a I know is
2: a fine. perfectly that's fine fair. distinction. That's fair. Um, I recognize that it has flaws. I agree. Blake Lively was not very good. I agree. Tell that me what you like. That's what I did. want to
3: know. I want to know what you
2: liked. You don't I even just have to liked, Tell me what's good. Like, tell me as what you as liked. a fan of Green Lantern, the concept and the comic, I had so much fun watching that movie. I see, can't, I can't is really word explain.
3: I've never it. Heard. Yeah, yeah, see,
1: I didn't have fun. Yeah, see, it, and I wish you would had teenages of I'll tell you, it,
3: it. it would have upset me. If you're a bigger Green Lantern fan than me, that I would think you would actually be more upset because it
1: wasn't fun. Well, here's what was On the other line, I'm not devastated by this film. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna say that it was garbage. Now, I will say I did not feel anything. Yeah. And that is the mark, you know, like when you go to a sports movie, there was no wolverine this real movie. If, if there isn't a is. moment yeah. in a sports movie where you cry, they didn't do a good job. Exactly. You know, like it's that said, it. they just didn't do it. You didn't feel anything. Well, yeah,
2: I mean, I like I agree with all the points that you guys have made. I, I don't think that Green Lantern is a "Quote unquote good movie." Like, I know, and and even conceding I, that, I want to. I can the only I tell you know. that when I left the movie, I was smiling. See, and you're like a
3: like a science abnormality. I want to investigate. <laughs> like I want to know why. Where did you find it? Like you know what about? We, we, we want to put you like like on a table and cut you open. Movie? Wow. I like the first Transformers oh, I movie. I detested it. The, the second the Transformers. Transformers movie was an abomination. The first one was dumb fun. I, had. I didn't oh. have dumb fun in this. I had people telling stop telling them how I don't know. I mean, tell me, <laughs> tell me the scenes where you had dumb fun, because that's what I want to know about. Because I, like, I example, liked
2: watching him train, even though it was too short. It was two seconds. No, I, I concede that. But what I saw, I liked. I but, liked him
0: fighting. But it was it in the trailer, too. Yeah, but yeah like, the training, the training sequence was Kilowog punching him, him having a four-stroke sword fight with Sinestro, and, he, and then Kilowog that su- su- sucking that into a tiny said, sun. I will say... That battle with
1: Sinestro was really cool. Like, the way they did it, the way they were... Like, Sinestro was throwing up walls in front of him and then walls behind him and pulling... Like, they did a great job on that scene. That is what the Green Lantern should have been. And it was, like, a minute and a half. That's what the movie Oh Well, yeah, I mean, but I
2: concede that. It was too short. Yeah.
1: But I enjoyed what was there. Okay. And uh, so, okay. I also
2: liked the end fight with Parallax. So it's, a, it's where Wait, he was hold making, on. Hold on a second. I really you did. I liked the
3: end fight with Parallax where he yeah. comes up with a whirling fan flies through him goes past the sun <laughs> and he falls into the well, sun well i mean oh, before be that fair,
1: he punched him into
3: the sun oh they,
2: <laughs> like i cuz yeah, let me tell you that just,
3: was like they hit me in the face with something yeah. at that point there was an audible thud in the theater that was it well, were well, like that's the Ugh. point where the script writers were all sitting and around
1: and going uh guys we didn't write a death scene for the bad guy. Yeah, Batman well, we'll touches to him the into the sun. I'm Get just like, out of here. Just like Superman <laughs> fly backwards around. Here. Well, yeah. On top <laughs> of that,
0: going back to the the effects at that point, Hal is flying through space, tiny little streak. He's being chased by Parallax, who should be this giant tentacle, undulating now, so any size, like, yeah. Yeah. and it is essentially. Like he is so stiltingly and poorly animated, yeah. it's like they just took a freeze frame and, they and are rocking Shoot. it back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it did. It's like, like I felt yeah. like I should see the popsicle stick that they take a the picture <laughs> yeah. to. That's, chasing him and that through space. Part of the look.
1: They, I mean, I understand they went back and they and they spent more money on the effects. But there were some effects. Where did that, that didn't money go? I don't understand. Like, that's the there were some the giant effects. Fist was terrible. There were some effects that oh, yeah. looked See, really good. Now that's, that's the thing. That
2: is huge. I did not think about the no, no, budget no. when I watched the movie. No, but I, I, didn't I, did, I really it. didn't. I forgot all about it. Right. I was just like, "Oh man, he made a catapult that was rad!" But there were then some moments. he made moments, a big Gatling gun that was rad. There was
1: like when in the training when Kellogg I mean, drops the rocks and I he's thought that him. was fun. But there was this, that scene did not look good. I don't agree. I had tons of fun. It silly. But then there were other scenes like when he summoned the gun and they had the sword fight that looked breathtaking.
3: And, you know? and I'm about to step on a ledge here. There's a potential reason why I'm worried about the look of everything that they had going on there. And that is, I don't know, this is so crazy to say to you guys, but I don't know that it's translatable. Like, I know that Green Lantern might be one of those properties that so works as a yes. comic that, like, there was a page, I'm I'm way back on the Sinestro Core stuff, so I'm way behind, That's, right? Yeah. And, but there was a panel that I looked at the other day and I'm like, what is going on in this panel cannot be replicated on the screen. No, absolutely yeah, for five hundred million dollars. Yeah, the
1: fact that like if you give me a green, a really good Green Lantern cartoon, yeah. with continuity that I can watch every week, I'm, I'm good with that. Half that. an hour long, I'm perfectly happy. Yeah, because some, because some things don't. Might, work. It might
3: not work. It might not work, and, and, and that's that's a and sad thing. And that
2: fact. might be. And to to piggyback on that point is like I had a couple of friends mention how upset they were that they changed parallax from the way he was in the comics and i'm like listen i've been reading this green lantern comic since the day it started and
0: it's you changed cannot, yeah the
2: stuff that they're doing now mainstream audiences will revolt yeah if you start talking about emotional entities they very well yeah, may and so physical embodiments
1: but i will also say that what we got is certainly not appealing to mainstream it, whether it was whether it was
2: well executed or not, I was fine with the idea that Parallax was some was a physical being corrupted yeah. by power, basically rather than Chrono, the, the physical embodiment just, of all fear. Is that just because they That's can't just
3: decide what an emotion is because willpower. By the way. Not an emotional. Okay, okay, but that yeah. willpower to be fair, is not an emotional. Neither fair, is constipation.
2: Yeah. That's in the comics
3: the that that bomb
1: touted so proudly earlier. No, I mean no, it is but the it, emotional
2: spectrum regardless. the top of the heap is willpower. Alright, let's go final thoughts. <laughs> final let's go, yeah.
1: final thoughts. Starting with Joe Patrick on right a right final now. thought, and we're gonna go with the grading system because they you were nice what? enough to go with the me bias. last because you are all gonna be bad and that's, then I'll be good. fine.
2: Okay. I'll even
3: I'll
1: happening. My final thoughts with a grade. I'm gonna say overall, I think I've said everything I needed to say. I didn't feel it. I need to go into these movies and I need to feel something. This movie looked like they tried so hard to make me feel something. And ultimately, I got to give it a C at best. And maybe even a C minus. Yeah.
3: Uh, I think that the biggest problems that I had with the movie was setting aside anything else. It it never felt fun. I thought that some of the the Marvel movies, just like the Marvel comics, are known for the more grittier, sort of approachable, real world. Right. There, you know, and so I, I expected then to have a better time, to have a fun time with this movie, and I never had fun with it. I thought at every and every opportunity, it was stupid where it should have been imaginative. Right, and it was like if, if you're gonna
1: go sci-fi,
3: go sci-fi. Yep, yeah, and and all and the way. Give me something that that is engaging, even on a visual or imaginative level, and you don't even have to have a good story, but don't have your hero quit. Your hero who's this renegade pilot who loves being a hotshot... After he gets a magic ring that lets him do anything, play with it for ten minutes, <laughs> yeah. and quit, and go back to Earth to slow dance that's in a like bar with the a girl, thing, I don't the care
1: Fantastic about. Four gets turned into the Thing, and it's instantly just like this sucks. Yeah, you know, no, it's like, go wait a minute, smash dude.
3: Stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Come I mean on.
3: that's and, and that's the problem I had with it was there was never that moment, and and because of that and a million other reasons, and because I never had that sense of this is a a, a good time even as a blockbuster. That's great. It's a D for me. I mean, it really is
0: F. Oh yeah, There He's it is. Tour. I didn't like the story. You're not going to give was...
2: it some ridiculous
0: non-grade? <laughs> no, that's our podcast. <laughs> that's like, it's our side. Zero kumquats. Com- <laughs> there, there is no confusion about this. <laughs> I didn't like this movie. I didn't like the story for this movie. I didn't like the acting for this movie. This movie turned me off to the Green Lantern character. I went back, because I was unfamiliar with the Green Lantern as, as a character, the story of these characters, I went back and looked up these characters to see where they came from in the, in the comics, to see... The story and everything that they were pulling from. And I felt double cheated after I read what had happened with these characters previously and then knew what I could have gotten out of this movie. On top of the fact that they spent so much money on this movie. And this movie is going to be so poorly received at the box office. It's going to kill others. It's going to kill any kind of studio interest in making any of these secondary characters in movies, DC. or I think it's going to kill any other Warner
2: Brothers interest. Yeah, in that the that's the thing. Which here's DC. A, and
1: here's a key um, point. Yeah. yeah, and you brought it up Marvel earlier. If you look at the Marvel movies, you look at the names that are attached to them. They are the guys that are working on what works best on the comics now. Matt Fraction's name was all over Thor. Mm-hmm. Bendis's name was all over Thor. Yep. You know whose name was on this? The one comic book name I recognize? Mark Guggenheim? Mark Guggenheim, the guy that just got fired from JSA. A yep. book that none of us wanted to read and is gone because DC doesn't know what to do with it. But, creator of Eli Stone, Guggenheim Mark Guggenheim, has written a bunch of Hollywood stuff. So Warner Brothers went to the Hollywood guy, not that the comic one.
0: guy. Yeah, but 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 still, like that's. But I'm saying yeah. that yeah. is the. Yeah. Problem. That's. I'm. I'm not saying that the problem, you know, is entirely at the fault of of DC or or Hollywood, but because of how everything played out with this movie. You know, they're, it's at the it's at the fault of Warner Brothers. It really yeah. is. And so because they're right down is, the hall. It's, yeah. gonna, <laughs> it's, gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, literally. <laughs> I I don't think they're they screwing it up. I don't no, think they. Kills, are. Well,
1: you can't tell me they don't have a direct phone line. <laughs> <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> it kills anything else that that we could possibly see because I think there are a bunch of great secondary characters in the DC universe, yeah. even great primary characters in the Absolutely. DC universe that could make good movies. That we're probably never going to see now, or it will be years before anybody's willing to touch it they got because burned of so this. bad, so deep. And I mean, I, I could, I could go on and on and on for the entire length of the podcast for all the problems that I had with this. I didn't have fun. I didn't connect with the sci-fi aspect of it. I just ever it failed for he me on feces at point. on <laughs> yeah. all the it was levels terrible. and like. I am not a terribly harsh critic when it comes to movies. He's like not. I am, I, <laughs> he's I can. Really he's really not. the Joe Patrick of movies. <laughs> I, I can very willingly step back, suspend my disbelief, and step into a movie, but not and, so much enjoy it. Here. But like this, it. I tried. Final I tried, part. and I didn't work, and I hated it. And and now the real Joe Patrick of movies, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I know that this might seem. Let's start with your grade,
2: and then explain. yeah. Okay, my grade is a B.
0: Boom! Oh. I'm, I'm actually
1: shocked. I, 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 well, I, mean, listen, I thought you would be high. I'm not a fool.
2: I'm not going to give it an A.
1: <laughs> no, but you are special.
2: No, I'm not. I know this sounds very simple. And I love you for who you are. And I don't mean to... I know this sounds very simple. Simple. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm not a stupid man. I'm a but critical you know, thinker. But you know
3: what love is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh,
2: but, like, I, but I, I sat through that chocolates. movie, and for whatever reason, I was able to. I don't want to say something like tur- I turned my brain off because that's not true. I recognized the problems. I did. So like all the things that you said, lowered I agree with your
1: expectations.
2: I wouldn't even say that. I would say that th- for whatever reason, what they did stirred something that I enjoyed.
1: I had fun when I watched it. There, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no, I know. No, this is and, an opinion show, exactly. Right? And like I know, I realized, and I, that I don't hate Mark it, Guggenheim for the record.
3: <laughs> so. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, I like yeah. some of his stuff <laughs> as a person, <laughs> yeah. uh, just as a human being. <laughs>
2: I, I I realized that Blake Lively was not very good. I right. realized that the training should have been longer, that the story should have been better, that the special effects should have pro- the, should the, have
1: been... The core should have done something. Yes. <laughs> like I,
2: all of these things that you've mentioned, I agree with. But, for whatever reason, I left that movie with a smile on my face. That is fair. Okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, I know that Matt Baum, you and I disagreed about whether or not Parallax should have even been included. I I will agree they didn't execute it the best way they could have, but what see, they I'm good set with up, I would have taken out Hector Hammond. I'm okay with parallels. Well, see. I agree he was unnecessary, but I actually, this is something we never actually talked about. I really
1: liked Peter Sarsgaard. He was good. Yeah. Like, they, Peter Sarsgaard acted very well. In an extraneous character. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah,
2: I mean, <laughs> like... When when
1: Tim was, Robbins? What, we didn't even mention Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins, Robbins was... seen. Okay, was, well, you want to hear me well, say something... Bassett was in there, too, right? You want to hear me that? say something negative? Tim Robbins was terrible. Oh, wow. Like, what are you when, like, he's reading his mind, he's like... What a jerk! My son can't do it. Generic (laughs) bad things about your child, you know, like. (laughs) Um, So, but yeah, I we're not going back anyway.
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah, I just I I had a good time. You You know what? Can I say
3: something as a as a movie reviewer? I often get asked a lot of times, like, how do you deal with a movie that, like, do are you always so critical? Everyone always asks me, can't you just enjoy a movie? And I say, yeah, I can, you know, and so I understand where you're coming from, you know, I really do, and if it, if it did it for you, I'm actually happy for you, because truth be told, I hate it when they spend a million dollars, a billion dollars on a movie, and nobody likes it. I'm glad you enjoyed but, it. But, uh, you're just wrong. That's, I mean, no, I that's <laughs> listen,
2: happy. but did I enjoy it? Yes. Is it a good movie? No. Yeah, that's M- Maybe not, and in fact, on my way over here, my is, friend is Ben... Not. Texted me. He said, "I have the chance to see one movie this weekend. Should I see Green Lantern or X Men: First Class? Guess which one I said. X Men: First Class. I said X Men: First Class. Yeah. Because though I enjoyed Green Lantern, X Men: First Class was so much Way better. better. Yeah. Um. And yeah. I mean." I I can't explain it. I like okay. it. That's fair. That's and, okay. okay, and
1: that's all the time we've got. We're, next time we do this,
2: if it'll make you happy, I'll say B minus. That'll
1: <laughs> fair that would make me happier. I don't know if it'd make <laughs> it that that makes make me a happier. Next I'm time still we get unhappy. together, we're going to be talking about Captain America, and I'm pretty excited oh, for this man. one. Because I am too. Maybe it's because doesn't it doesn't suck. suffer from like a giant cosmic bad guy that we can't wrap our heads yeah. around. But hopefully, <sighs> it's a we Nazi. shall see. How can you not love that? That's what i was saying. Hopefully, we should all have a better time of this next time. It'll be on the movie, ha, huh, guys. They will be in charge. So we the finale
2: of the crossover,
3: the finale yeah. of the crossover. And oh, rank yeah.
1: maybe yeah. rank them. Yeah, and then I think we got to yeah. go summer movies ranking one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. I think we got to do There's it. Only
3: four, right? Yeah. I thought there's
1: five. Well, if it's fair, Green Lantern's fifth. It fell in that. There's only four. It's Five out of four <laughs> movies. <laughs> yes. <All> I'm counting <laughs> Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a, I don't that that. is a comic book movie. Well, but, yeah, but uh, uh, I don't think it's uh, part of the crossover. All right, we hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. We had a good time, and uh, hopefully. We will have another episode for you. We will have another. <laughs> On time episode this for week. You. I'm going out of town. We're going to see if we can get it figured out. It might out. be Monday. It might be Monday, but it's going to happen. Thanks a lot for joining us, guys. This is the Two Headed Nerd signing off. Peace out.